This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Well, how do you combat that inflation? The best solution is to end the war. But that's not happening anytime soon. The next option is to increase oil output. Well, that's what Joe Biden is trying to do, pump more oil, stabilize the global energy market. The question is, how will he do it? He is releasing America's strategic reserves, but that's a temporary solution. In the long run, Joe Biden needs oil-producing producing nations to help him to step up. Countries like Saudi Arabia and the UAE, they have the capacity to do so. But do they have the political will? Joe Biden's West Asia policy has offended his allies. Chief among them is Saudi Arabia. He declassified files that implicated the kingdom in two major incidents, 9-11 and the killing of Jamal Khashoggi. Biden was more interested in lectures than partnerships. Well, now he's been forced to rethink. Reports say Joe Biden is considering a trip to Saudi Arabia. And he has two goals there. In the short run, get Riyadh to produce more oil. And in the long run, repair the bilateral ties. Neither will be easy. Expensive oil is good for Russia. But it's, it isn't good just for Russia. It's also good for Saudi Arabia. It means more profits. If Riyadh sacrifices this profit, it will need something in return. Perhaps more defense exports, perhaps fewer lectures on freedoms, and more support in the Yemen war. Last week, the Saudi crown prince made some interesting comments. He said he doesn't care if Biden misunderstands him. Well, that should set the tone for any meeting between these two leaders. Next on Joe Biden's checklist is Venezuela. Now, this will be even more difficult. For starters, the U.S. does not support President Nicolas Maduro of Venezuela. They support his rival, Juan Guaido. Washington has also placed heavy sanctions on Venezuela. But on Monday, they sent a delegation to Caracas. President Maduro says the talks were cordial. As I said to the delegation, I reaffirm all our willingness based on diplomacy, respect and the utmost hope for a better world to move forward on an agenda that allows for the well-being and peace of the people of our hemisphere, of our region. So what changed? For starters, Venezuela is an oil-producing nation. Right now, their oil industry is under sanctions. They cannot sell oil in the global market. If Washington lifts those sanctions, that changes. More oil enters the market, the prices gradually stabilize. Secondly, Venezuela is a key Russian ally, possibly Putin's best bet in Latin America at the moment. So if Joe Biden can force Nicolas Maduro to switch sides, it would further isolate Moscow. The plan sounds great, but there are two major problems. Number one, Venezuela's oil industry is in the dumps. In the 1990s, they produced 3.2 million barrels per day. Today, around 800,000. So Venezuela does not have the capacity to fill the gaps. Reason number two, Maduro does not want a strategic realignment. He wants the U.S. to lift those sanctions. That's it. He does not want an alliance with Joe Biden. Third on America's list is Iran. Now, this could be a game changer if it happens. Iran can produce up to 4 million barrels every day. If they re-enter the oil market, prices could stabilize. But for that, the nuclear deal must be revived. Sanctions must be lifted. What's the status on that? The U.S. says they're getting closer to a deal, but Russia is playing hardball. 
очень четко. Economic, military, and investment cooperation with Iran. Any deal struck in Vienna will have to be cleared by Vladimir Putin. So here too, there is no guarantee of success, but the plan is quite clear. Isolate Russia further, close off all avenues of cooperation. Iran and Venezuela were Putin's backup plan. His strategy to blunt Western sanctions. So Joe Biden is trying to wrest them away. Chances are both efforts will end in failure. America may lift sanctions, but politically, Iran and Venezuela will never side with them. So that's Biden's game plan. What about Putin's? What is he up to? Russia cannot survive with support from just Iran and Venezuela. It needs a bigger player. And Putin is hoping that bigger player will be China. What is the response from Beijing? Well, here's what Foreign Minister Wang Yi said. The development of China-Russia relations has a clear historical logic and a strong endogenous driving force. The friendship between the two peoples is rock solid. No matter how sinister the international situation is, both China and Russia will maintain their strategic focus and continuously push forward the comprehensive strategic partnership of cooperation in the new era. In other words, come what may, China will not abandon Russia. I know it sounds resolute, but this is China. At the first sign of trouble, they will bolt. We have already seen indications of this. At the United Nations, China has refused to back Russia. The UN voted thrice on Russia, and China abstained all three times. Same with sanctions. China may be sparring with the West, but they still use Western technology. They need swift payment systems. They need Western internet infrastructure. So if Chinese companies get caught in this crossfire, Beijing will bolt. And this leaves both leaders out of their comfort zone, Biden and Putin. Putin is used to bossing world leaders around. He's been leading Russia for more than two decades. He's the top dog in most rooms. With China, that changes. At this rate, Putin will need Xi Jinping to keep his country afloat, and that power imbalance will irk Vladimir Putin. As for Joe Biden, he will have to shelve his so-called lectures. Saudi Arabia has a poor rights record. So do Iran and Venezuela. But if Biden wants to truly isolate Russia, he will have to move out of his comfort zone. He will have to court leaders. He normally would not. And neither leader will enjoy this. But that's the cost of international politics.